We found out how it went for Brenda today as she went to her mom's second wedding over the weekend because her father had passed away. Was there family drama? We find that out. Speaking of drama, Chelsea's neighbors are a real peach. (laughs) I'm under surveillance. (laughs) (laughs) Chelsea tells us about that, and then people called in with their terrible neighbor stories. And, And maybe it's just me. How much would New York make if people paid their parking tickets? We got to all that today in the podcast. You'll hear it right now. The Kelly Jordan Show. Mom getting remarried. When we talked to Brenda on Friday, that's exactly what she had going on over the weekend. Her mom was getting married five years after her father had passed away. A lot of the family was against it. Even Brenda was kind of against it a little bit. But they went through with it anyway, and that is why we have Brenda back on the phone with us right now. Brenda, how was your weekend? Hey, so (laughs) it was a beautiful ceremony. I'll start with that. It was a beautiful ceremony. Um... My mom, you know, actually had a really good turnout. There were a lot of tears. I bet. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I think most of them happy, you know, just that she was, you know, she's finding love and just thinking about love in general. It's easy to do when you're at a wedding. But um, I will say that a lot of people left after the ceremony. And it was really just because they didn't they didn't want to pretend. Okay. Um or just have to be nice to to, to the new guy. Um, <laughs> so it's, uh, and, you know, and actually to have to talk to his family too. So, but, you know, she had a good turnout and people did show that they were happy for her, which I think, you know, meant a lot to her. So, so she did a, she did a full reception and everything. She did. Oh, okay. she, uh, yeah. They said if they were going to do it, they were going to do it all. So, <laughs> Okay. Man, um, I'm glad that you yeah. supported her and during the ceremony, but that would feel weird to see a new stepdad. I, I cringe. Um, you know, they're mm-hmm. doing, did they do the cake exchange? And please don't tell me, was there a garter toss? Am I getting too no. deep? Okay. No, no, no garter. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Gross. Thankfully, <laughs> they, uh, they kept it age appropriate. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they, uh, they did, you know, it was a smaller ceremony. So they they did do like the end reception. So they did the the cake exchange um between the two of them which, you know, kind of kind of cute. Um just seeing old people do that in general, <laughs> older people, not old, you know, I well, you know. the elders. No garter toss. She did a bouquet. No, it was it was nice. They did their dance and everyone got out on the dance floor. The band was fire, so that helped. Um That's good. <laughs> Yeah, but it was, you could tell that just the numbers, you could, I could see people just leaving um, before it ended, and there were people that def- that left right after the um, the ceremony itself, and it was just kind of like, okay. But you said... <laughs> Y'all are here to support, but not really. <laughs> you, you said that he's a good dude, you said that you liked him, so over time, this probably yeah. will become not so weird. It's probably always going to be weird, but... Yeah, he just, you know, the more functions he comes to, it's not like anyone has completely banned him, you know, like, oh, we're going to have Christmas dinner, but you can't bring John. So it was, you know, no one has actually said that. I think that, you know, there is respect there and they just have to get over themselves um, and wrap their heads around and accept the fact that my mom is now with someone else. And it's not because, you know, she divorced my dad or there was a bad situation that happened you know my dad passed away and she's she's found a she's found love again which is nice and it's beautiful if you think about it like that so Mm -hmm. 
Brenda, <laughs> eventually, like you said, eventually. It sounds like you had a little hesitancy before the weekend, but you've really had a, a change of heart. I feel like your your heart's really opened up after the ceremony. It's really cool. Like a lot of support for your mom and John. Yeah. Seeing them at the ceremony and really seeing my mom so happy and looking so beautiful. She looked beautiful, you guys. Um, I'm going to cry. And I just want to see her happy. I don't want to see her grieving her entire life, you know, right. over my dad, because that's not what he would want. Exactly. So, that's the way yeah. that, that's the way I always look at it. If I if I passed away, I'd want my wife to date immediately. I wouldn't want her. <laughs> so maybe she still has pl- my wife still has plenty of life left where she could salvage the rest of it. She's probably going to go up to the altar and be like, oh, Kelly, you know, she's going to say the best five years ever. You've only been gone for about like a year. <laughs> I wouldn't even care, dude. I, my wife deserves <laughs> happiness once in her life. But anyway, this ain't about me, Brenda. This is me. Oh, this I'm, is- I'm happy for you, Brenda, though, and I'm happy for your family and your new stepdad, step siblings, and you know the yeah. the love continues to go on. That's cool. That's what life is all about. Yes, exactly. Uh, thank you guys for being on this journey with me. Yeah, Brenda, thanks for calling us, and uh, best of luck to you in the future. Thank you. Have you ever had just a terrible neighbor? That is the situation that Chelsea finds herself in right now. Now, they're not going to be listening or anything, are they? No. Okay. No, we're moving. Why do you have such a terrible neighbor? What's going on? Is it your fault? Gosh. So, chick works from home, single lady. I mean, you know, I I just feel bad. Like, from the moment she moved in, I tried to make friends with all my neighbors, right? Mm -hmm. And she legit closed the door in my face. Well, you should know in the Midwest, people make all their friends in kindergarten and aren't looking to make any new ones for the rest of their life. True. Thank you, Brian Riley. Extrovert. I have lots of friends. So, anyways. So we got an issue. So it was kind of sad. Um, when she first moved in, she had a dog. Okay. And then her dog passed away. Aww. And I know. And I was so I was. I, that's when I wanted to make friends with her and just say, "Hey, I'm really sorry for your loss." Does she know what an animal lover you are? Uh, I think she's beginning to. Okay. So I have two dogs. Now I don't put my dogs on a leash. We play in the yard. Um, we're constantly playing fetch. I just let them kind of like do their thing. They're not a nuisance. All right. So they're not okay. like they're not terrorizing things. They're not making messes. However, Delilah is a little naughty every once in a while. This has happened two times in six months where she has done her business in my neighbor's yard. Okay, Do you pick it up? I immediately go over and pick okay. it up. I try to apologize. But like I said, she slams the door in my face. And instead of talking to me about it, we both rent. So she has gone directly to the landlord every time. Really? Every time. Narc. I've never met her. I've never like even I, I don't even know her name. Yeah, and yet she goes straight to the landlord. Every See, time. I don't like that. Right? Talk, come so, talk to me. I'll I'll take care of it. So you now, know. So now it's escalated. And I noticed the other day when I let my dogs out and I'm playing with Delilah and I'm throwing her frisbee for her a million times, and I notice strobe lights hit like right in my face. And this was a hundred about 110 yards away. Yeah. She has cameras staked all over her yard that are triggered by motion and then strobe lights go off. Just in case your dog decides to cut a deuce on her lawn again. Apparently, but this is like, I'm still in my driveway. Good Lord. I'm walking out my front door and and it's kind of on a bend on like a curve. Right. So she can still see that. And so I immediately get a text from my landlord when these strobe lights are going off. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? I thought it was under siege. And she's like, yeah, so is your dog in the in their yard? And I was like, 
what? I'm like, oh my no. gosh. I'm like, I'm in my yard playing with them. And I said, these strobe lights are coming out. And then she texts me again from my landlord the next day. She's like, are the dogs out again? I'm like, no, I just brought out my trash can. Good grief. Yes. Who's got that much time to be that worried about somebody else? She sits and she works at home and she like is, so I'm under surveillance. So now I'm freaked out to the point where I don't even want to go outside. Is she an older lady? No, she's she's younger than me. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. And anyways, and here's the creepy thing. So I'm like, are these photos? That she's collecting? Is it video? And she's like, it's a little bit of each. (laughs) And I said, what is she doing with all this footage? Because I play with my dog all the time. Yeah. So it's freaking me out. And it got to the point where I was Googling, like, is this even legal? Because they're pointed directly at my house. They're not even at the other neighbors or anything. It's directly at my front door, at my yard, anytime I step out. Holy cow. And so turns out... She can do this. We should have asked Mike Bryan about this when he was there. I think we need to bring him in because technically this isn't for her security anymore. It's just to narc on me. That's insanity, man. So I have severe anxiety over this. And then it turns out it was kind of a blessing in disguise. I almost called a cop to like come over and be like, hey, can you at least like move your cameras or whatever? But it turns out that the neighbor on the other side have a little boy dog that runs loose all day long. And because I'm a working woman out of the house, I didn't see this. So she actually caught the other dog doing the business, not only in her yard, but my yard and the other one. So like my... Well, it sounds like the camera's paid off then. Dude, yes. So just as I'm ready... Sounds like it was a smart move on her part. Dude, I was going to get little pinwheels and like stick them in the ground. I was going to get a scarecrow. I was going to put up election signs like in front of these cameras to like block and barricade everything, but they did kind of pay off. Yeah, they caught the true culprit. Yeah. So you're innocent now. Well, no, now she's put out more cameras <laughs> because she's even more paranoid now. Wow. And I don't know what to do. And well, at least you're moving. I mean, you're moving. You're doing Not what you need to do. Fast enough. <laughs> you'll you'll be out of there soon enough. I mean, we we were tempted to even shoot these cameras. Now we're not going to. Yeah, golly, that sounds a bit drastic. Well, and it's on it's on record now, so you probably yeah. shouldn't do it. <laughs> Let's go ahead and mark that. Get that to state's evidence. Seven forty five. Yeah, but isn't that creepy? Like every time you step creepy. out, and it's like now she has all this footage. So we got Ooh. people sitting on hold right now that say they have nightmare neighbors too, including one guy says or one girl says that her neighbor plays music for birds in the tree. What? <laughs> I don't know. This might no. outdo you, Chelsea. We'll see. All right. If you ever had a terrible neighbor, we want to hear the story. 320-656-9453. The Kelly Jordan Show. Do you have a terrible neighbor? A lot of people are texting in with their bad neighbor stories. Uh, I like uh, who is this? Sarah texted in. When we moved in, it was pouring outside. Our plastic tarp blew off our mattress. got soaked. Mattress was on the side of the garage less than 12 hours. Neighbor came over and asked when we would be moving that eyesore. <laughs> You guys, well, Chelsea, you weren't here, but a couple of years ago, I had neighbors who had a mattress sitting out in front of their house for like a month. Gross. That was awesome. Oh, it was, just, it was like leaned up against a tree, too, like someone was going to come take it. Ew, there's like a family of squirrels inside, oh, just least. living their best life. Nasty. I have the weird, like I have neighbors right now who have a dishwasher and an oven that's been sitting in their driveway now for, I don't know, three months. At what? least that's not bothering anybody. It bothers me. Yeah, I suppose. My parents probably look like the cra- they have like y- they have cars in their yard that they haven't ran for six. <laughs> and the thing is, my dad's not a mechanic or anything. He just leaves the cars there. <laughs> where, where we have six, dies yeah, we have six cars in our yard. None of them ever been worked out. I'm pretty I was gonna, sure there's city ordinance. Yeah, wow. I was gonna po- I was gonna park my junky boat over at my mom's house until I could take it to the recycling center. 
But I was yeah. like, you know, I can't do that to my mom's neighbors. Like, it's a fairly nice neighborhood Aww. to have this junky old boat sitting on the side of the garage. I was like, I'll just eat that one for a little yeah, while. Yeah, you'll be all right. I do uh, appreciate all these texts coming in, though, how to mess with my neighbor's cameras. Yeah. I like that. They're saying put up a, like a windmill, put up some signs or something or a scarecrow that'll just keep alerting off this camera. I'm so sick of these strobe lights hitting me every time I walk out. Well, you're moving what? April 1st? Yeah. All right. Yeah, not one a, month. Not April Fool's. Yeah, yeah. You got 30 days Gosh. to deal with this crazy neighbor. Am I going to make it? You said you got a neighbor that you don't like or so, what happened? I absolutely love my golden. Okay. And my my neighbors have this tiny little dog and granted my dog is like 80 pounds. He likes to go over and play with them and they leave him out in the winter and he's just on a chain leash to where I actually wound up calling the police on them. Because of the fact that the dog's being abused, and then I said I would adopt it. Oh, wow. So I'm waiting to see what happens there. Boy, that would be yeah. weird, right? Like, you, it used to be your neighbor's dog, now it's at your house? <laughs> oh, it, uh, yeah. if it comes down to it, I'd be more than happy to take it, but yeah. I, well, hey, man, I hope everything works out with your neighbor and that uh, you're able to take that dog in, man. All right, you said you had a bad neighbor? My neighbor, actually, he's he's a weirdo. He goes around eating dandelions, and he puts speakers up in the trees to play music for the birds. Okay. Have you talked to him about this, like why he's doing that? I've asked him a couple times what he's doing, and he would tell us, I'm just playing the music for the birds. The birds are my friends. They're my family. Okay. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that's not terrible, right? I mean, well, well, I guess that depends on what kind of music is it. It's like old Hercules music where the clouds are opening up and the gods are walking down, you know, like Mount Olympus kind of thing. Okay. Uh, But Chelsea still doesn't sound quite as bad as your neighbors. No, I am under surveillance and it is (laughs) freaking me out. Right. So does it bother you that much or do you guys just kind of coexist? So we just kind of let him do his thing. Like, we don't bother him. He doesn't bother us. Yeah, that's the way it's got to be. Unless they have you under surveillance, then. (laughs) Thank you so much for the call. All right, what was your bad neighbor? Um, Yeah, I used to live next door to a crazy lady who would come, like, out on her balcony at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning and just sing, like, gospel songs at the top of her lungs. Wow. That was probably the worst. Okay. I mean, it could be worse than that, though. Uh, No, I don't think it could. (laughs) Opera, maybe. I don't know. Did you ever finally confront her about it? After a while, I started to notice, like, this lady is a really, really different. We even called the police before, and they didn't believe it, and they, like, pulled up to the house and, like, sat in their squad car and literally, like, watched her stand on the balcony before they even knocked on her door. Wow. Because they didn't believe it. Yeah, I wouldn't believe it either. You know what the perks are, though? You don't got to drive to church anymore. You just hang out in your backyard. <laughs> just crack the window. Saved. Yeah, and you, you could do it from the, your, anywhere in the house. <laughs> Thank you so much for the call. Well, it's definitely a common problem having crazy neighbors, isn't it? <laughs> Someone asked if my neighbors still have that cabin slash shed in their backyard. <laughs> that was like one of the only times I called the city. I was like, they can't do this. If you don't know, my neighbors dropped like a 300 square foot cabin in their backyard. Oh. I still think you should have went over there and turned it into a bar or something I, like I that. Guarantee that's yeah. a, I guarantee they were going to have plans to have people live there. I know they're running some kind of foster children scheme in that house. Oh, oh God, I hate my neighborhood so much. <laughs> By the way, my house will probably be going up for sale this How summer much if anyone's in interested. How unpaid oh, tickets are there in New York? Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that no one else does. We mean absolutely no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. This statistic shocked me when I saw it. If everybody in New York were to pay their unpaid parking tickets that they have fines for and everything else, 
it would total out to be over $1 billion in revenue for the city. They Ooh. actually estimate it would be about $1.7 billion, almost $2 billion in unpaid parking tickets are in New York. What's the point? What do you mean, what's the <laughs> At point? At that point, if you're just handing out tickets and like nobody's paying them. Well, some people pay them. I don't, so I've only, I've been to New York twice. Okay. And very brief both times, but we stayed in Manhattan. And like walking around there, I'm like, who would even, I know a lot of people probably don't own cars in New York, but I don't. I didn't think a lot no. did. Like, I think if you find a parking spot there, like you just keep it for life. Like you just don't even move. <laughs> That's why I they have the ticket. They just don't move yeah. at all. Like, I'm not moving this damn thing. <laughs> Put a boot on it. I'm not moving it. <laughs> Take it away. So then like, what do they do? How do they collect that much money or do they, they just don't. not? They, they just I mean, don't. people, so if these people were to get pulled over, they obviously have, you know, un- same with here, you know. Now, I've only seen New York in the movies. And I can't imagine even pulling someone over. I, it's Where funny, would they go? Because we would we only took Ubers when we were there, and I'm like, mm. it's so stressful. It's constant honking all the time. <laughs> like it's just constant. it never ends. <laughs> it's so loud and dirty, and oh, it's gross. I've I, heard Times Square was like the worst. That's because we were yeah we stayed right off of Times Square, and it was just oh, it must be nice, Kelly. <laughs> must be real nice. Get, Brian, they don't even have bathrooms down there. Like it's awful. Get nominated for a Marconi Award, and you can go too. Oh hell, oh, humble oh, brag. Oh, 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 whoops. I mean, or, or do it twice. Uh, you know. Oh wow, <laughs> wow. Oh, the brag is strong. Shots fired. But I just I don't know how anybody. Like I remember when we were in a cab one time, or we were in an Uber one time, and the Uber got into an accident. Accident, where here we would have pulled over, <laughs> exchanged, you know, insurance. Yep, yep. This dude just kept on driving. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I think you just got hit. He's like, he, ah, it wasn't that bad. Did he ask you to it grab the bumper? It wasn't that bad. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. So he's just like, I don't, yeah, we just keep moving. Forget it. Got to keep going. The oh, city that never forget sleeps. about it. I got moves to me. I was just like, wow. I was shocked because I felt the car get nudged. And I was like, ah, oh, crap, we're going to be late. That's just rubbing. Yeah. Dude That's just, just rubbing. Dude just kept going. <laughs> What a, what a wild city. I can't even believe that place is in America. Like, it doesn't even feel like you're in America. It's a, it's a completely... It I remember going to Texas right when the mask ban was lifted. And it, yeah. that was honestly... That felt like a different America. Right. Because nobody cared about masks. Right. Down, especially in Texas. Right. They threw that... It was a pile of just dirty masks right next to That's the Walmart disgusting. we went to. And then you have South Dakota who never warm. And then there's New York who's like, I don't even know. I think they're all still wearing masks there. Oh, well, that, not know. because of COVID, because right. of just New it York stinks. in general. Yeah. <laughs> it stinks so bad. Times Square reeks of weed constantly. <laughs> ah, and parking tickets. But I'd go back. Yeah, I'd go <laughs> back. I, ru- I run that city. Yeah, oh, I own you? that city. <laughs> No, I'm just playing. I look like such a tourist when I'm there. Sound like you're scared of that his, city. He's got his I Heart New York t-shirt that he bought. I did. And I was I was walking the streets listening to Taylor Swift's Welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. What's been waiting for you? Okay. I was such a tourist. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so back to the original story. If everyone in, in New York were to pay their parking tickets, it would be about $1.5 billion of revenue for the city. And they're not going to do it. No, they're not going to do it. Why but start I, now? But I actually found that super interesting. There could be that much money just hanging out there. Now, you maybe didn't find it interesting. I totally get it. Totally understand. I will have another one for you, though, tomorrow. And you might not like that one either. And I don't care because I don't mind saying, <laughs> maybe it's just me. If you're talking about it, I got some big news. We're talking about it. Turn it up. Here's what's trending with Chelsea. So it seems that the Oscars are doing everything they possibly can to try to get viewership up, including 
handing over $2,000 cash for people to watch and rate the 10 best picture Oscar nominees. The site wants their new employee to predict who will win best picture, best director, best actor, best actress, and best supporting actor. They're even going to throw in a $500 DoorDash gift card for all your suffering and pains and trouble. Ring a ding. Uh, some of the movies, Kelly, because I know you're like, oh yeah, I know these movies, right? Uh, the Holdovers, Past Lives, Poor Things, Oppenheimer's on there. Okay. So there you go. If Why you do can, I get paid to watch if these? You can get, if you can suffer through them. So they're saying, watch these movies, make your predictions, and you can get oh. up to $2,000 for doing that because nobody's watching Oscar-nominated movies. Nobody's watching anything. <laughs> no, Did you? Nobody cares about the Oscars anymore. Like the top the top movie in the box office over the weekend was uh, One Love, Bob Marley, the Bob Marley story. Yes. It only brought in like $13 million. Like movies don't bring in anything anymore. No. Like I just saw that. What's the movie that they're doing and the budget now is up to like $310 million. I think it's Gladiator. I think it's the sequel to Gladiator. Hold up, really? And the budget has skyrocketed to three hundred and ten million. I'm like, you will not make that back. CGI ain't. There's no way. Uh uh-uh. No, holy Hannah. And then this was an absolutely sweet, iconic, full circle moment at the Ryman. Randy Travis praising Oliver Anthony's debut performance at the Ryman Auditorium that happened last Wednesday, and it was really cool because Oliver Anthony is kind of this backwoods type of singer, real down to earth. Mm -hmm. And so he's there performing. And when he found out that Randy Travis was going to come in and watch him, he freaked out. He said, I've been a bigger fan of Randy Travis. I was listening to his music before I could even walk. Wow. He's like, my mom was a huge fan. My grandmother was a huge fan. He knows every single word to all his songs. And now Randy Travis is coming out to see him because Randy is a big fan of wow. Oliver Anthony. I have goosebumps. Me too. That's so cool. That's so sweet. So Mick Jagger has an estimated net worth like with like the whole back catalog of Rolling Stone songs mm, and everything mm. of about $6 billion. Oh my gosh. I didn't, yeah. know the, I didn't know this that much. Yeah. A lot of money on the table for Mr. Ooh. Mick Jagger. But he recently came out and said, when I pass away... I'm not leaving any of my money to my kids. I'm going to donate my fortune to charity, and that includes all the back, all the rights to the to the Beatles music and aren't Beatles to, Rolling Stones? <laughs> the Rolling yeah, that, Stones. Thank you. Well, he could probably buy their music and then probably. Say, That's insane. If I was his kids, I'd be like, "Can I just at least get two million? Like, I can put that in a bank account and live off the interest." Then he's got like four kids, right? And they're all I think grown so, yeah. now. Now I can kind of see. His concept, although I would be kind of mad, because money can be corrupt. I mean, they didn't do anything to earn that money. That's true. And Shaquille O'Neal, didn't he say, like, if you don't go to college, you don't get any of my money? That's the only way he was going to, like, help out with his kids. Yeah. And I think that that's good, too. So there's guys like Mark Zuckerberg have said, uh, who who was it? Um, I think Jeff Bezos said if he had... I don't really... He doesn't have kids. Jeff Bezos doesn't have kids. So basically, billionaires don't want to leave their kids any money. Right. And I guess because they had to start from scratch themselves and make their fortunes themselves, it's like, do it. You know, you got the blueprint to do it. Do it. Oh, my God. And Mick Jagger says his kids have had such a privileged life that they've gotten the best educations. But they should be able to go out and make their own fortune. As they should. You shouldn't just like live off of that wealth forever. I'm like, dude, can I get something? Just a little seed money. Your dad was Mick Jagger. That's your gift. That's true. (laughs) Or just give me the rights to start me up. You know, every, that way, every time that plays, I get a, I get a couple, couple bucks. Unbelievable! I, I just, I would leave my kids all my money, and I'd be like, I don't care what you do, blow it. I don't care. But what a blessing! Six billion dollars to charities, like holy buckets. There's gonna be like Mick Jagger hospitals everywhere. Yeah.
That's wow. incredible. I know everyone's sick of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey news, but I thought that this one was kind of funny. So, you know, the big deal is they went to the Australian zoo the, the other Sydney day. Sydney Zoo, right. down under. Well, guess who had a comment on them going to the zoo together? Mm, Everybody. Peter? How did you know this? Oh, because I've been watching. <laughs> Peter comes out and says, yeah, that's great that they went to the Sydney Zoo, but maybe next time their money would be better spent at a true animal sanctuary where they actually save wild animals. Oh, my god! Tiger King's Ranch. So can we not even go to the... <laughs> now, I've always said I don't like zoos. I- I'm not a fan of zoos at all. I think they're very sad and depressing. Okay. Uh, it depends. It depends on which ones you go to. Right. No, to me, they're all... Unless it is a sanctuary where they save animals who would have died otherwise in the wild. Yeah. But but seeing like a whale at the zoo... Now that crushes me. Going to SeaWorld, like when I lived in Texas, we would go to SeaWorld a lot because yep. it was in San Antonio, yep. and it would just be like depressing. Like this whale <laughs> does not want to be doing this. I followed that whole Save Lolita story last oh, year. Oh yeah, it messed me up. And so now they actually are shutting down all the SeaWorlds, which I think is the best answer. Yeah, I just but PETA needs to just stay in their lane, man. They they literally have nothing else to do but to criticize someone going to a zoo. You think that's what they do? They just sit around the computer all day and they go, "All right, which place are we?" going to criticize right. next. No, like, they, this they one, one here we go. I'm just saying, if they just had one piece of bacon, I think they would chill out a lot. Maybe. Yeah, that, could, that could be very possible. <laughs> but yeah, so just so you know, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, you are now on watch <laughs> by PETA. Like, and is that the biggest offense ever? Like, I'm sure Taylor has tons of leather jackets and... I mean, you know, she definitely no. has an animal or two hanging up in the closet. It, There's no question. Wasn't Travis Kelsey wearing like a fox shoal or something like that? <laughs> he was. Something along those lines. Right. So he is an animal. This probably is not the biggest offense ever. It's time now for the Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Kinbray, Minnesota. Population five. So good morning, Brad, Tom, Dwight, Hollis, and Marvin. And, of course, we can't forget about Mayor Glenn Grunewald. Got to be a lot of work being mayor for those four other folks. And that's why, Kinbray, Minnesota, you get today's Small Town Salute. That was your Small Town Salute on The Kelly Jordan Show. I love what they did for these truckers. It's time to focus on the good news with Happy Hour. It makes me happy. So this is awesome. Now, this happened over in Australia, so but maybe we can get something like this going in the good old U.S. of A. So a trucker was at a very popular truck stop along his route. It's called the Oasis Exchange Hotel, and they have a little greasy spoon there, as the truck drivers say, referring to a little diner. And the trucker was sitting there, and he was saying, man, I'm going across almost the entire country, and I'm only going to clear about $200 on this run. Well, somebody was sitting at the, at the restaurant, heard that, and said, we want to buy that guy's dinner. Already a nice gesture right there. We could end the story there and we got ourselves a happy hour. But it gets way, way better than that. So the Oasis Exchange Hotel posted this story on their social media. They were inundated with calls from everywhere saying, hey, we want to buy a meal for a trucker. They said, well, we don't just always have truckers sitting in here that we can buy meals for. How are we going to keep track of all this? So what they did is they just said, all right, we're just going to ring up receipts. And if a trucker comes in, and is hungry and wants a free meal, grab a receipt. These meals are prepaid for. You can sit down and have a nice home-cooked meal. That 
That's cool. Awesome. Now, the cool thing is, once word started to spread of this, then truck stops all across the country had calls pouring in, people saying, we want to buy a meal for our truckers. I guess it's really hard over in Australia right now for truckers. I don't know if it's the cost of fuel or what it is over there, but they're having a really hard time with it. And the trucking community is just blown away by this. They said, this is one of the most heartwarming things we've ever seen because we feel like we go unnoticed a lot. Yeah, absolutely. You hear that from a lot of truck drivers, too. It's like people don't realize how they keep the country going. Um, it, you know, when there was like that trucking convoy in Canada, remember when they were protesting oh, yeah. the shot and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. I mean, that had a huge impact on the economy. So people do forget that without truckers, we literally have nothing. And they are on such a time constraint and time limit. Right. So to be able to have, to sit down and have a meal and then a stranger pays for it for yeah. them, Wow. And they say that they have almost 100 receipts pinned to this board right now of free meals oh. that truckers can stop in Holy. and have. Isn't that cool, man? That's, That's crazy. Really cool. I'd love, we, I wonder if we could do something like that here, get something like that going. We got a lot of truckers. So cool. And I love seeing it. I love that they're taking care of their trucking community over there. And we all should be because without them, we have nothing. And that is exactly why we do stories like this in Happy Hour. Yeah, it didn't happen in America, but that's all right. We're all connected. It's something good happening in the world. And we will do these stories every single day, all thanks to Audio Video Extremes. That was your Happy Hour. Welcome to the bonus track. It's our first break of the day. We talked about doing super adult things. Yeah. Like buying windows and toilets and such. <laughs> and appliances. Yeah. And also threw it back to the days of VHS. That's right. The days of yore. Love it. We got into all of that right now. It's our first break of the day. We tack it on the end of the podcast as our bonus track. I, maybe the most adult purchase ever is new windows for Doesn't my house. Does it feel good, though? I, I don't know. Does it? I, I, <laughs> kind I, of adulting. It is, it's serious adulting because it's the most unsexy purchase that you'll ever make but, is new windows. You want to hear adulting? So we're packing, right? We're moving. And I was like, do I keep this air fryer ex- instruction manual? And I found myself <laughs> reading it. Like, oh, going gosh. through it. There's recipes because it's the dual one. Look, listen to me. What the Recipes? Heck? What is this? Yeah, yeah. So you can start things and they finish at the same time. Oh, okay. Gosh. That's like my mom. I remember when we got our first microwave when I was a kid. Oh, God. Here we go from air fryers to microwaves. And I remember it came. It was like a Kenmore. It was the same microwave everybody had in their house in the 80s. Wait a minute. Wood grain. That was before houses came with microwaves. I guess, yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay. Plus, I mean, our house was like an old North Minneapolis Did house. Did it sit on the counter? No, my dad actually cut a hole in the wall so it could be like flush with the wall. <laughs> So hey, if you went boss. down our base if you went down our basement steps you would see the back of it but my dad <laughs> But my dad made it nice and flush, you know? Nice. Good. Right. Yeah. But I, re- I still remember, I'll never forget, the cover of the Kenmore uh, instruction manual for that microwave yes. had a picture of a turkey on it. And it was like, who in the world? Stop. Is- now, here's the thing, Chelsea. Stop. I'm about, to, I'm about to educate you a little bit. It used to come with this. So you know how microwaves work. It excites the water molecules and the food, and that's what warms it up. That's why microwaves dry out your uh, food. I was going to say you just... Push the button, but thank you. Yeah, right. Okay. That's how it scientifically works. So okay. it would come with a probe that you would stick into the turkey so that it would cook it like from the inside out. Oh my God. I know. And I, I was like, who in the world is cooking their Thanksgiving turkey in the microwave? <laughs> that happened on Flava Flav. Do you remember? That was one of my favorite reality shows. Uh, I never watched I couldn't dating. watch that show. So the ladies had to make dinner for mama, right? right? That was Flava Flav's like testament of love. And one stuck the chicken in the microwave. Ooh. And it was. Not cooked. Can that I could kill say? somebody. I know, right? And she actually served it. And he's like, Mama, 
don't eat that. Speaking of old appliances, <laughs> I had the funnest day on Saturday. So my my wife and my daughter, I, they went and did like some antiquing or something like that. Oh, I, I, wow. I, okay. which I love, which I love doing actually. I love going to look at antique stores because there's so much cool stuff in there. Yeah, I just wasn't in the mood, and my son wasn't in the mood. So we went and played some video games, and then we went by my mom's house, and my son was looking through all her old VHS tapes. And found one that says Kelly's Play uh, 1989. Oh, my gosh. And he was like, Dad, can we watch this? I was like, well, we don't have a VCR. (laughs) What what can play this? (laughs) Grandma's grandma's VCR eats tapes. so Uh No, no, no. You can't do that. Right. We can't use hers. So I was like, all right. That's our mission today. We're going to see if we can't find ourselves a VCR. Dude, did you get one? Hell no. Oh, <laughs> my parents still have their VCR uh, DVD combo. That's what my mom has, but it, yes. but it eats it, tapes. Oh, no, no. And you can't do that because there's no fixing that. So we went to like we went to a bunch of different Goodwills. We went to a, to a Salvation Army. We went to a couple of Savers. Wow. Nothing. I could not find one. So I get on Amazon and look, and they're like 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, son, I'm not dropping 200 so you can see me. Some neighbor has it in the basement. Somebody has to have it. I bet you if I go on Facebook Marketplace, I could find one. Like, can I just chill? Remember when you had to rent them? Oh, yeah. Just to watch? I remember another... uh, Jeez, Louise, could I sound any older today? Be kind, rewind. I remember getting our first VCR. And it's actually going to come into play later on when we do history in a couple of minutes. Because (laughs) I... I still we had two we had two VHS tapes. We had Michael Jackson's The Making of Thriller. Love. And then we love. had Billy Joel Live from Long Island. Those were the two VHS tapes we had wow. and boy and then my dad recorded Solid Gold Salutes the Songs of Summer. So we had three shows we could watch. Well, that's kind of exciting. I mean, those are good shows. All good. All good. <laughs> Brian texting in say, "Good morning Kelly and Chelsea. I survived my ice fishing trip." <laughs> no, not without a couple of OS moments. Uh-oh. Have a great show. I'm man. I know Brian Riley must have been out ice fishing this weekend. He had too. to have been. He had to have been. You know, there you can get the uh, new license at the end of the month. So in a couple days here. So you got to like max this out. Like new license for what? For the next fishing season. Oh, for actual yeah. regular fishing. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. Well, no, it's it's good for ice fishing too. Oh, your fishing license is good for any type of fishing. I w- I didn't know that. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, max it out, man. I was talking about buying windows a second ago. Becca says, I beg to differ. The most unsexy adult thing to buy is a toilet, which I got to buy one of those too. But Uh, windows first, windows first, then a toilet. Windows first. Anyway, but how was your weekend, Chelsea? It was good. Um, There were some twists and turns. I've been telling you about my neighbor. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it came, it almost came to quite the confrontation. Okay. But then there was a twist. And then I did something dumb the next day. So let me just say, I'm just glad that I'm not an overreactor. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your neighbor in the 7 o'clock hour today. That sounds good. Because people need to know what you're going through. We need to unpack, and I need advice. Like, seriously, I almost it, called the cops. It's a it's a serious situation. <laughs> it, was, it was dire. All right, should we do some history, Chelsea? Let's go. Come on. It was on this day, all the way back in the year of our Lord, 1932... Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash was born on this day in Kingsland, Arkansas. He's an Arkansas baby? Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought for some reason he I thought he was Oklahoma for some reason. I, I thought don't know he just why. was bourbon in the blood. Like yeah. he just like he just walked out of the woods somewhere. He uh but boy, what an amazing what an amazing career. Yeah, one of the best Cash. one of the best biopics I think I've ever seen was Cash. Like Amen. that that one was so well done. Amen. Uh it was on this day in nineteen eighty three. I have something I want to tell you. Yes, Michael. I'm not 
like other guys. Of course not. That's why I love you. No, I mean I'm different. Thriller spends 37 weeks at number one and is still to this day the biggest selling album of all time, selling 120 million copies. So isn't that good. Ama- isn't that crazy? So good. Now here, I will give you $10 million, Chelsea. Oh boy. If you can name the female that was in that clip that I just played right there. Sheila E. Ola Ray. I was kind of close. Ola Ray was her name. Sheila E. Ola if it had been, Ray. If it had been Prince, it would have been Sheila E. But that's the odd knowledge I have because the making of Thriller was one of the first VHS tapes we ever had. <laughs> and you watched the credits a million times. And so I know that Ola Ray. How do you even spell Ola? A-O-R-O-L-A. Ola Ray was Ola her Ray. name. All right. That was her one and only uh, little kiss with stardom right there. <laughs> uh, this is kind of a, but this is a scary one. It was on this day in 1993. Amazingly, considering that we think a bomb caused this explosion, it's amazing that there were not more injuries here. This is the closest hospital to the World Trade Center. There were a lot of bruises, a lot of abrasions, maybe some broken bones among some of the victims. But by and large, nothing very, very serious. On 1993, a bomb exploded in the garage of New York's World Trade Center. It killed six people, injured, injured more than a thousand others. Oh my god! That's scary. So scary to think back. And then just you know, if it's seven years later or whatever it was, oof, terrifying. Uh, let's pick up the mood a little bit. Let's do a birthday, shall we? I only got one for you today, but it's a big one. Okay. There is no way that you will guess how old Michael Bolton is because when I saw it, I was like, what? How old is? All right. Maybe oh, one of the worst sorry, hairstyles of my, all time. My heart is just squeezing a little. He, Michael, he Bolton. did not look good with long hair. <laughs> he did. He, just, he looked good once he cut it. And I, I mean, I honestly, the dude has a phenomenal voice. But how old is old Michael, Michael Bolton today? Bolton, I'm gonna say the Bolt. Yes. I'm gonna go with seventy. Wow! What? No! Well, he's seventy-one today. I give you, a, I give you a one-year variance on that. Oh my gosh! The That's, bolt. I didn't know. I thought he was like in his like early sixties, maybe late fifties. I don't know why I thought that though. Well, we just watched that um oh, that movie where they were doing the song uh, "We Are the World," and he oh, sang yeah. on that. And I was like, the greatest night in pop. Oh my gosh! And it truly was and phenomenal documentary. If you and, haven't seen it, and he crushed it. Please watch it if you even like music. You're gonna love that. Yeah, so cool.